Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Orange and blue sunset in mile high here in Broncos country. Let's get ready to ride. Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky. Our Broncos live coming to you from Studio A, where the A stands for astronomical. Oh. That is your best in weeks. <laughs> wow, good job! You know, you get a, you take a sick day, and uh, you refresh the mind. So what? What is astronomical? Uh, I know. Raymond Jones's franchise tag number. Wow. Yes. <laughs> Good job. Wow. Um, we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Get over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up to get in on their incredible deals. How are we doing, gents? Doing great. Best. Happy that you're back. I think you're doing better. You got much better. Um, turns out that like resting when you feel bad. Yeah. Makes you feel less bad. Yeah. Yep. 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 I, I haven't always subscribed to that theory. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy how quickly you rebound. It took it like weird. a four hour nap in the middle oh. of the day yesterday. Yeah. Um, had a really weird dream that I texted Zach about. <laughs> oh, Wait, that was you didn't tell me a about nap it. Dream. Yeah. Wow. What happened? You didn't um, tell me. So uh, <laughs> it, I think this is directly because I was literally sleeping through what normally would be work. Mm-hmm. Oh. I had a dream that Zach and I got invited I to dream. go on like an ESPN show. It's kind of like around the horn. Oh. Let's go. Um, but I like wasn't really in on the details. Uh-huh. Um, so I was just like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, I'll come on. And like we were we were zooming in from our phones. Wow. So um, Zach, of course, had this like really nice setup. Like he was prepared yeah. for it. And I was just like, uh, is this work? And I'm like holding my phone in oh, selfie no. mode. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. Um so then we do the first segment, and we're, all, we're talking all Broncos. So I'm like, oh, this is great. There and then I thought we were done. So then I like set my phone down. I'm like, man, I'm sleepy. And then I don't know how I slept in my dream, but then I fell Whoa. asleep in my dream. And then I woke up to hearing Zach being like, yeah, so like I don't really follow the buffs. That's normally RK who talks <laughs> oh, about this no. stuff. But I have heard like their recruiting class is pretty solid. And they're like, okay, yeah, well, Ryan's – 
apparently not here anymore. And I'm like, wait, wait, I'm here, I'm oh here, I'm here. No. And then they couldn't hear me, and then I woke up. Wow. Slept through Buffs talk on, on ESPN. Invited wow. on ESPN <laughs> to talk Buffs. Slept right through it. Wow. Oh, man. Good thing that was a, a nightmare. Yes. It was, it was such a weird kind of a pivot. That yeah. is weird. Um, but it was definitely my body being like, you shouldn't be sleeping. You should be working. <laughs> that is very weird. <laughs> or your body being like, you need to sleep so that you don't sleep Ooh, when we need you. That is huh. a good point. Okay. Let's get to better and more real topics. <laughs> Draymond Jones. Mm. Yeah. Is this a more realistic topic? Maybe not. Oh. You guys are the ones that came <laughs> up with it. <laughs> uh, so the options are let him walk. Yep. Bye. Sign him to a long-term deal. Money. Or sign him to a franchise tag. Lots of money. And then you could maybe even trade him. If you sign him mm, to the a franchise tag, tag and trade, which exactly. gets talked about a lot more than it ever happens. Hey, yes. Oh, big time <laughs> yes. happens way more. And maybe that'll happen this year. Probably not with Draymond Jones, but maybe it happens with Lamar Jackson. That's going to be an interesting one to follow. But Draymond Jones, the biggest name when talking about the franchise tag. So the most important thing is if you're going to offer someone something or you're thinking of offering someone something, you got to understand what the price is. So there's kind of two routes the Broncos could take. Everyone always talks about the franchise tag for understandable reasons. It's used a lot more than what is called the transition tag. But just to explain the difference between the franchise tag and the transition tag, if you franchise tag a player, they are guaranteed to be back on your team next year unless someone wants to sign them in free agency and give you two first-round picks. That just never be happens. So amazing. That would be so cool. And it just won't happen with Draymond Jones. So we can it kind might of with Lamar. Wait, with Lamar though, I would. That's why they may yeah. do the non-exclusive franchise uh -huh. tag, which raises it a couple more million dollars, which makes it so a team can't do that because you've seen quarterbacks go for more than that in the past couple of years. Just Deshaun Watson last year, a guy that hadn't played for a year, went for three first-round picks. And so. you know that Deshaun Watson has like a fifty million dollar cap hit this year. Yeah. Meanwhile, Russell Wilson has twenty-two. Why yeah. is, for so many reasons, uh -huh. why are the Browns not being shit on way more than the Broncos? You want to know why he has the $50 million cap it instead of Russell Wilson's 22? Is because they messed around and helped uh, Deshaun last year by giving him a $1 million cap it so that when he was suspended, yep. he mm -hmm. missed like $20,000 a game or something crazy. And I think what the reason the, the Browns don't get flexed on as much is because like the way people dunk on the Broncos is all jokes. It's like, ho, 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 uh, let's ride. And, and nobody's making jokes about Deshaun Watson, obviously. True. And so, true. like, it's it's not fun to dunk on. You just have to say, like, oh, yeah, that's a horrible organization doing horrible things. Like, they're not humans. You know, like, then yeah. that's there, there's no fun in that. Don't so, like, give them spotlight. True. Sort of yeah. Thing. I think, I don't know, There's a. I think there's, like, so much more at play here. I think you have the main yeah. crux of it down. But also just, like, no one talked about how terrible, like, uh, Deshaun Watson was when he came back. He was awful. Like, that should have been, like, yeah. a top topic on yeah. NFL Live every day. Like, what the hell? Yeah. What is Nobody wants to touch guy? it. Yeah. Fair. He, I on the other what, hand. like, Cleveland oh, Sports Talk Radio is saying. It's true. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, a what, a, what a tough spot to be in. Speaking yep. of choices, the arm over the mic arm is an odd choice. It's been a recent thing. Well, the problem is I go like this, and then you're... Kind of mm. the dino hands going, mm. and so if you just kind of put this up there, then this doesn't float away. It's half the time, like it started a few weeks ago when I was having the drift issue pretty badly, mm. so I could just anti drift like this. It's uh, a nice little armrest, honestly. Nice, looks yeah. like you're about to play an instrument. I was thinking, like, 
Yeah, uh, exactly. Since Hank's such a roller coaster, he has to strap in the seatbelt. Uh, it's very true. Um, uh, do you know the new nickname? He went from roller coaster Hank yesterday, which yeah. he still was, to hater Hank. Because he hates everyone. He hates my bets, which then that means he hates me. He took, the, he took the Bears he, uh, to win the he, NFC. Uh, well, I said good value there. He hates Justin <laughs> Fields. Oh, my gosh. No, I mean, he's, I mean, he's calling yeah. Justin I'll Fields kind of give you that what one. John Elway called Lamar Jackson. Like, go play Whoa. wide receiver, man. No. Go, go, no. Be, go be a I running, said back. running back. John Elway said he's going to be a good quarterback for someone. Yeah. For someone. Yeah. Yes, which meant not me. <laughs> uh, yeah, he hates everyone. So you're back. He probably hates you now. Yeah, I mean, the group. he something weird has happened to Hank where he's turned into a hater. Yeah. I just, uh, the thing, it's that thing, you know, when people said like, you know, George Payton isn't that bad. And you're like, well, I mean, come on. And so it just kind of pushed you toward being a George Payton mm. hater. I've just had like a string of those just bang, bang, bang over and over. And it's like the Chiefs thing where it's like, the Chiefs are good at football. Don't talk about them. But no, no, no. I just, again, to rehash, <laughs> the Chiefs are good at football. And it's like, wait, what? It's like, well, no, like, the, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's really good. Like, if you're going to bounce somebody, you can't bounce on the Chiefs. And so it just kind of, like, pushes you to, like, defend the take more. Chiefs are the only thing he doesn't hate, apparently. Yep. No. Wow. Oh, my God. I do hate while, the Chiefs. I really do hate the Chiefs. After a while, like, if you, you keep doing the same thing over and over, that's who you are. Yeah. It's like, it's true. not a... Oh. Yep. What, no. are your thoughts? what are your thoughts? Once on? is coincidence, twice is a... Something three times is a trend, and then four times is a hater. Or no, three times is a pattern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, four Hank, times is you, a hater. You, for yep, sure. you've got to hater set. Do you hate Draymond Jones? No, I don't hate, hate Draymond Jones. Should they franchise tag him? I would hate that. He hates it. He hates it. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking let, of nicknames, really quick, Scoop Stevens is catching on big time. It's, I thought about it last night while watching a TV show. <laughs> it popped in my head. And I'm oh. like, kid's name, maybe. Yes. <laughs> oh, <let's go. laughs> Although you know who hates that. Hank hates oh. that. He says it's not a real name. Man, I mean, I'm not even making this stuff up anymore. It's I, just, I heard about a kid truth. on TikTok whose name, like, a mom, you know, mom talk. It's where, like, moms talk about their kids. Sure. Um, there was a mom on there who said her one of her kids' name is Concrete. That's not a name. That's like what you That's guys were talking tough. about a couple days ago. But then I was thinking, it's, it's like, oh, girl. it could be a name. Uh, and I was thinking, like, maybe she just goes by Connie. Yeah? I mean, she's certainly not going by Concrete. Certainly she's not going not. by Crete. It's interesting. Crete. Creedy? There was Crete. He was an uh, NFL referee, Cleet Blakeman. Yeah. Cleet, I mean, definitely worse, if, especially if you're going to be doing something but on grass. Crete is weird. Crete, that's a town in Colorado. Oh. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's Crete, also Colorado. Greece. Crete, I was going to say, yeah, so, sounds like mm, a... Yeah, you're I right. Think it's like an, I think yeah. it's the largest island there. It would be funny yeah, if there isn't right. a Crete, Colorado, and you just went to Crete, Greece. <laughs> <and now you're laughs> uh, I recently pitched uh, Henry Jr. and Lexi Jr. Shot down immediately. You never see the mm. female junior. I know. I oh, thought I was don't. being innovative. We should bring. We should make that a thing. Yeah. Normalize that. Yeah. Yeah. What, would it be junior or would it be the second? It's I up think, to you. So to you. my understanding was always that it's junior if it, if it's, it's like a normal situation, but it's the second if somebody died, like your father died. Oh. And so I'm not I'm not sure, and so that could be totally wrong. No, Pat Sertan the second. But see, and Pat that's Sertan what threw me off. Still kicking. He is. Yes. But yeah, that, that's, that's, that's how I thought it point. worked. I think it's just a matter of preference. Maybe. It probably is. And as Ashton in the comments says, everything is made up. True. So yeah. All right, speaking of made up, what did oh. they decide to make up at shut up Hank? Uh as the uh, uh salary cap hit for a franchise tag on a defensive end this year. 19.7 million. 
million dollars and the transition tag so what's different about the transition tag is if you tag someone on the transition tag they can go sign with another team and the team who transition tagged them has an opportunity to match that deal right so that's why you just don't see that often but if the broncos wanted to do that you get a two million dollar discount 17.4 million dollars but the real number that we're talking about franchise tag 19.7 million it just doesn't make sense it just doesn't make sense because I think maybe I'm off here. I think you could actually sign him to like a three-year deal um, for much less than that per year. You would think. I think maybe he only wants five-year deals and that that makes things more difficult. But I think you could do a three-year deal, like two guaranteed at under 15 mil a year. Mm -hmm. And so essentially you'd be paying $10 million more for a second year. And that is what's interesting about Draymond is the first half of last year, he was playing to nearly be a yeah. 19, 20 million dollar player for the mm-hmm. first half of the year. And that's when we were talking about, okay, are you going to give him a contract extension now? Try to get ahead of it. Then we also heard Draymond many times last year continuing to refer to money and just how important getting top dollar is for Draymond and or for, for him to get the top money. But then the second half of last season, right when they traded Bradley Chubb, I believe he had one sack after they traded Bradley Chubb. And when that happens, that took his value down a lot. And uh-huh. so you kind of have to figure out what his value is, Ryan. I think a lot of people think his value is right around $15 million a year. Yeah. Hank, but- the floor is yours. You can choose to talk about Draymond Jones or the thing that you've just been dying <laughs> to say on your computer. Wow. Only one or the other. Oh, yeah, you have to choose. Oh, well, this seems way more important. So if... If you name a kid after <laughs> oh like a relative who is not the father, that's when it's the second. So if it was like, mm. so yes, Pat, the, the Sertans made a, a slight mistake, but I mean, it's a name. It's you, a can do, you can do it. It would be stupid. I mean, PS2 is way cooler than PS Junior. PSJ. PSJ. Yeah. PS2 is sick. I no fault at all to them. But yeah, like if you were to name him after like your grandfather, like an uncle or, you know, Interesting. Also, if you're going if you're going to give him nineteen and a half million dollars, just offer that amount of money to Javon Hargrave or Deron Payne or something. Like, okay. what are you doing here? Like, that there's was, you you cheated. Just like the I thought, games. if I said it quickly, I, I wouldn't get cut off. <laughs> but no, like, why you, wouldn't you, you do go that? Ahead. Like, I mean, Deron Payne, what he's twenty eight, twenty nine, and he had eleven and a half sacks. Javon Hargrave, I think, also eleven and a half sacks. He's thirty. Like, if you want to give that kind of money out. There's a couple of really good options who you're not saying like, oh, we hope he's this guy. We think he's that guy. Like, if you want to go get Draymond, sure, offer him $14 million, $13 million. I think there's a chance that if you say like, hey, we'll give you $14, $15 million. It's a one-year deal. It's kind of this prove it halfway in between deal. There's a chance that he takes that. Now, there's a chance that somebody says, you know what? We'll give you three years at $16 million. And he says, well, how could I pass that up? And that would make a lot of sense. But I would offer Draymond kind of that short one year kind of prove it deal and i might even go up to like the 15 million dollars but if you're spending that kind of money just go get there's some big names on the market so draymond jones says i'm not looking for 15 million i i I, i'm i need top value yeah are you letting him uh, one walk two giving him four year 80 million dollar deal which is 20 million a year or are you giving him the franchise tag at 19.7? I'm, I'm saying have fun. I can go get Deron Payne for that money. Yeah, I'm I'm saying I, I'm not going to sign you. You can walk in that case because if you give him that franchise tag of nearly $20 million per year, you're saying he's elite. 
Uh, other guys that have that, DeForest Buckner, he's elite. Chris Jones, he's elite. Jonathan Allen, those guys are 18, 20, and $21 million. So you're putting him in that category. We have seen flashes of elite from Draymond Jones, but that doesn't make him an elite player yet. So no, yeah, yeah. You, you can't do that. You're putting yourself in such a tough position if you pay good players or great players elite money. And Deron Payne is only 25. So, yeah, crazy. you know, I was going to say the only reason why you signed Draymond Jones to that deal is because you say, OK, well, he's going to be that good by the time he gets to that age. But it doesn't add up with Deron Payne. Now, Deron Payne is going to be a highly sought after free yeah. agent. So you're he's gonna, probably going to get 21, 22. Yeah. And you're going to have to battle with everyone else totally. who wants him. Whereas Draymond Jones, obviously, whenever a guy is in your building, you have a better chance yeah. of signing him. But like if if. I think that Deron Payne is $6 million a year better than Draymond Jones. So if you're willing to give Draymond $19 million, offer twenty five to Deron Payne, and I think that that contract has a better chance of working out. And there's probably a different way to go. I mean, the other option is you say, Tremaine Edmonds, you're a linebacker. You're making, what, $12, $13, 14000000 million? Would you rather have Draymond Jones or Tremaine Edmonds? I'd take Tremaine Edmonds. There's also another major part of this conversation where we're just focused on the defensive side of the ball where I think we need to focus totally. on the other side of the ball because you don't just have to spend this money on a defensive lineman. And let's dig into that. First, I got to tell you about our friends over at Game Time. If you go to a Broncos game this year, guys, week one, are you seeing Draymond Jones on the field? No. Well, depends on who they're playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair. Are you seeing him in orange and blue? No. Henry? Unless they're playing the Bears. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's he's he's going to go wherever he gets the most money, which is the right thing to do. The odds of the Broncos being the team that offers him the most money when there's going to be at least 10 people calling, that's slim. So that's, I'm going to say no. That's the right take. Uh, I completely agree with you. I say no as well. But if you want to see Russell Wilson play, check out our friends over at Game Time where they're going to get you the best deals for seats. Or you don't have to wait that long to go to game time. If you want to check out the Nuggets as they come back from the All-Star game, you want to see the back-to-back-to-back MVP in Jokic, go check out game time. If you want to check out the Avs mm -hmm. on their run to the playoffs, another Stanley Cup run, check out game time. They're going to give you the best tickets. They've got flash deals on there, and I love their interface. We've got the link in our description. If you're watching on YouTube, it's right there. If you're listening on the podcast side, we've also got the link right there. Click on it, and it'll take you to all the events you could dream of. I was thinking it would have been so cool if Jokic just decided to never score a point in the All-Star game. Like, 10-time All-Star, zero points in the All-Star <laughs> game. Would be sick. It would have been so sick. There were a couple where he like got to the rim and was like, oh, who am I passing to? Yeah, he's like, I don't... One I, of no them was one just a turnover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, this is a big sunglasses week. You want to know why? Today, very sunny, very yep. bright. That's 55. Yep. Easy one, yep. Um, Wow, not the first person to wear sunglasses on the set. Um, <laughs> and, you know, so it's nice and sunny today. Tomorrow, snow. But then it's probably going to be sunny again. Yep. Hank, uh, as he so, you know, brightly noticed um, <laughs> that the sun on the snow is even brighter than the sun just on a normal day. It's yeah. crazy. So you got to have your Shady Rays. Yep. Um, yeah. Huge Shady Rays week. I'm a huge Shady Rays guy. Uh, and I cannot wait to see those polarized lenses work all their magic, whether it be today, tomorrow, the summer. Oh, summer feels mm -hmm. close. It does. That's uh, why I wore shorts today. Oh, wow. You, yeah. You leaned in. I love that. Yep. I was so, like, oh, it's mid-50s. Check out our friends over at Shady Rays. 
Uh, and you can even use the code DNVR for 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. So check out our friends over at Shady Rays. Check them out. And mm -hmm. uh, if the Broncos spend, let's say, $15 million, a number I've mm -hmm. seen thrown out is four years, $60 million. That means $15 million a year. Is that the right price for Draymond? That's fair. That's about, fair price. yeah, that's about what he's going to cost. Again, I would say, like, I'd give him a year or two on that, but I'm not willing to commit four years. And see, he's not going exactly. to be willing to take... Assuming somebody offers more, which and, I think they will. And and I th I think if he hits the open market, if the Broncos don't franchise tag him or get a deal done before, agency, mm -hmm. free, before free agency starts, I think he's gone because I don't yep. think he's going to be a player that goes out there, sees that his... Uh, market is so much mm -hmm. smaller than what the Broncos than mm -hmm. what the Broncos were offering, and then comes back. I think he is going to go get 16, 17. Maybe a team throws eighteen million dollars. Remember when Malik Jackson after the Super Bowl went and got fifteen million dollars? That's still a lot now. Yeah, imagine what that yep. was that seven was, years ago. What, yeah. what would that be? Twenty now? Yeah, and it was like it, it, just like Draymond Malik. Really good player. It shows flashes of being elite, but he wasn't an elite player. Mm -hmm. He was a he was a great player. Mm -hmm. That's what Draymond is, and, and someone went out because interior pass rush, we talk about it often, is a valuable position. People will overpay for that. So let's say that the Broncos get a get a deal with Draymond and they get him for fifteen million dollars a year. Not not a deal, but more so fair market value. It's a deal. At fifteen million dollars a year. Then you're taking away a huge opportunity that you have uh, for signing other guys because right now the Broncos have about $12 million in cap space. I think it's the 12th most in the NFL. They can, with a couple of cuts, they can get up to like $45 million in cap space. If you go and give $15 million to Draymond, then you're looking at $30 million. Then how many great players are you going to be able to go and get while also filling out your roster? So I don't just want to think about it of, Okay, would you like Draymond? Would you like Deron Payne? Would you like another defensive player? You got maybe three, four offensive lineman spots to fill here. I would much rather use this money not on Draymond but on the offensive side of the ball because that's where this team's going to be built moving forward. Um, You know how I always say that no one thinks a player is better than the fans of the team they play for? 100%. I think – I'm not alone in that I have completely flipped this offseason. I would take a player on the Broncos and swap them for a comparable player on any other team. Mm -hmm. uh, except for like PS2. Right. Because I'm just like, this isn't working. Yeah, exactly. It just needs to change. As many things as possible need to change. Yeah. Um, you can lose Cortland Sutton and get Michael Thomas. Sure. You know what I mean? Uh, like, that's just one example that's coming to my mind. But I'm like completely past that too many every one of these guys have too many losses on their resume yeah. where they were maybe not the problem but also not the solution that i'm just like draymond jones or deron Payne, give me deron Payne, mm -hmm. pay him more money i don't care i just want new blood in the building and that's why like i feel bad for these guys because they don't deserve it like i mean they're 111th or whatever of, of whatever happens out there but that's why nobody wants to give market value to guys who are just here because when you win five games, everybody wants turnover. And it's like Dalton Reisner, if you could snag Dalton Reisner for eight, nine million dollars a year and they were coming off an 11, 12 win season, you'd say, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a good value for, for an offensive lineman. But right now you just say, yeah, we, we're not too attached to anybody because it hasn't worked. What's and it's not their fault. Like you would love to see Dalton have the chance to be like a fan favorite and he'll continue to be a fan favorite if he comes back, but it just... 
that's not how things play out when you lose. Also, if his name was Ralton Deisner and he played yeah. for, you know, the Jags last year and he was a free agent, we'd be like, hmm, maybe yeah. the Broncos should go get him. He exactly. could improve the offensive line. It's true. Getting fret. And one of the things that the Broncos have not done, despite a terrible uh, streak these past few years, they've never blown it up. Now, the Broncos aren't going to come here and trade Pat Sertan, Justin's, and all of their good players. They're not going to truly blow it up. But every single year, it's been like, oh, we're, we're just going to revamp instead of completely uh, renovate this team. And they bring in a new quarterback. And, well, that doesn't work. But we're still going to keep the defense together. We're still going to keep all these mm-hmm. things together. And it just hasn't worked. So, Ryan, I'm there. I'm right there with you. Let's make significant shakeup doesn't have to be a total rebuild where you're trading Pat Sertan and your best players, but, but let's shake things up. And you know what, who can do that? Someone with a five-year deal who's going to come in and start fresh with Sean Payton. He has time to do this, to do these things. And they're not going to bottom out this year, but it's just making some big moves and changing Mm -hmm. the culture. Yeah. And I think Sean Payton is probably going to go out and get as many of his guys as he yeah. can. I mean, Marcus Davenport sitting right out there. You know, they traded up for him. Yeah, in they the first did. Round. And ES- first round picks. ESPN said that Draymond's going to get the 16th most money. Marcus Davenport's 20th. So if you could save a couple million bucks, bring in Marcus Davenport, like that just makes sense. And that's why I do think that Draymond's probably, jo- or probably done. I think so, too. And uh, now a big thing with this is Draymond Jones is not going to, if they do franchise tag him, it's not going to be right now because they don't want him for $19.7 million. It would be if they're so desperate for him and the window to, to end the franchise tag is March 7th. If they get to March 6th, and they're realizing we're not going to be able to come to a long-term deal with him, but we cannot let him leave, Mm -hmm. that's when they would place the franchise tag on him. The tough thing with that is then you're either paying him $20 million for this year than letting him walk, or you're going to be negotiating with him for a long-term deal where he already knows he has $20 million this year. So he's not going to say, okay, fine, I'll take two years, $30 million. He's going to say, no, 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 you're already guaranteeing me $20 million Mm -hmm. this year, so let's start with the deal being $20 million a year. So it's just, that's why I don't see this happening. And with that money, go ahead. you could just go get Tremaine Edmonds and Levante David if you just decide you're not bringing back Singleton and you cut Josie. Offensive line. Totally. And you could go offense too, but if you think about what that does for the defense. Tremaine Tremaine Edmonds still only like 22. He's he's really young. young. But get like they paid Matt Milano, and so they're stuck. Like he's almost assuredly gone. And he's 18th in terms of value. So again, you'd save money. You have Levante David there, who's even further down the list. And, like, there's just so many different things you could do that putting all your money to keep this defense together doesn't make any sense at all. The, really, the only time it makes sense to franchise tag a guy is, one, if the franchise tag is less than you would have to pay. Yeah. Yep. yeah. <clears throat> and, two, if you're in a Super Bowl window and you're just saying, like, let's extend this yep. thing one more year yep. uh, and take a shot at winning, you mm-hmm. know, with this group. And neither of those is the case with Draymond. So none of us would do that. Uh, What is the contract you would sign up for with being semi-realistic about what Draymond would expect? Tremaine Edmonds is 24. Yeah. He's getting his second contract at a younger age than Garrett Bowles got drafted. That is wild. That is pretty crazy. That's wild. (laughs) So what's the contract Um, that you would give Draymond Jones that he would realistically... I would give him him two offers. One is like three years... 34 million mostly guaranteed um or i'd give him the one year 14 and a half million i, th- I think those would be my two up op- maybe maybe i could bump that up to like 15 and a, 
I, I don't think I'd go 15. Yeah, Henry, I'm kind of right there with you, but the issue with both of those is those aren't realistic. I, I don't yeah. think that Draymond's accepting one year $15 million because I think he knows if he hits the open market, he's going to get four years $15 million. And the three million, I agree. I think yeah. 11, maybe 12. I'm just uncomfortable taking away those assets from the offensive side, and I just don't think he's going to accept 12 million. Well, Probably not. The other thing here is the Broncos missed their window to get a deal on him. Because in my opinion, when you sign a deal and take a hometown discount, the only reason I would ever advise a player to do that is to get the deal before you get hurt. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, So if they went to him at the bye week this year and offered him that deal, it's like, hey, dude, you got eight more games. That's eight chances to have a season-ending injury where you're not getting any money. Take $2 million less a year to lock in and secure the bag. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, all touch wood because anything can happen. But now you don't have to play any games between now and when you could get that big contract. So the risk is so, so, so much lower that if I'm him, I'm like, why would I take this deal now? I can just wait a month and see what everyone else wants to pay me. Yep. And have competition for me. Exactly. So we all agree that the franchise tag will not be used on Draymond Jones, shouldn't be used, (laughs) and we don't think it will as well. Anyone else on the team that the Broncos should consider franchise tagging? got Alex Singleton, mm-hmm. you've got uh, uh, Latavius Murray, uh-huh. you've got Dalton Reisner, probably the next guy on this list, Yeah, and I think it boils down to no. No. Yeah. One more thing real quick. There have been a lot of people saying tag and trade. Nobody wants to trade for Draymond on a $20 million contract no. for one year. Like That's, that's just a, not a positive value. Like You would trade for a positive value, and that's a negative value. They, that would be perfect for the Broncos, oh, it would. in all honesty. But no team is going to then also give up premium draft picks yeah. for him and then also sign on to, because like we just said, if not just the Broncos, but any other team gets Draymond on the $19.7 million franchise tag, they know that's where the starting point is for his contract. Yeah. The only thing I would say is I feel like Draymond is just going to take whatever the biggest deal is. He's not going <laughs> to be like, oh, I want to play here. I want to compete for I Super agree. Bowls, that sort of thing. So there. If that's not the case, there could be a, a chance that, let's say the Lions really want him. They call the Broncos and say, hey, look, we don't think he's going to sign with us in free agency, but if you tag him, we'll give you a fourth. Yeah. Yeah. And I, get, like, I think maybe you get like a seventh. I think there's like a real chance that teams say like, no, we're not get, we're not, we don't want to give you a draft pick to pay $20 million to Draymond Jones. Yeah. Like he's just not worth that. Because again, I mean, there's so many good defenders out there why wouldn't you just give that $20 million, which is an insane amount of money, to somebody else who can probably help your defense well, more? Two or three and you don't more. have to give up. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't think tag and trade is viable. That's ideal, but it's <clears throat> yeah. just not realistic. Yeah. To, to It'd be happen. ideal to tag and trade Dalton Reisner, Alex Singleton. If you were to tag Dalton Reisner, guess how much it would cost you? 15. $18.2 million. Because. Quentin Nelson. That includes offensive tackles. Oh. It's just one number for offensive line. What are we doing? Especially because on the defensive line, they separate defensive tackle and defensive end. This like this mm-hmm. that makes no sense because it takes me back to the Jimmy Graham thing. Right. Remember when mm-hmm. Jimmy Graham like changed his uh, t- Twitter bio to like wide receiver <laughs> for the Saints or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. These guys, like, if you're going to do it to offensive linemen, you should also do it to edge, yep. should just be one. Yep. Um, and pass catcher should just be the other. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Wide receiver, and the, the reason he did this wide receiver, $19.7 million. So the same as defensive mm-hmm. end, tight end, 
11 million. $8 million. Yeah. I would change my bio for $8 million <laughs> difference. Totally. I would literally put anything in my <laughs> yes. bio for $8 million. Um, but, and that's unfair. He was even more valuable than a receiver at that time. That's true. Like, he yeah. was like the ultimate mismatch nightmare in the entire league. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, I completely agree. So, no, you're not going to pay Dalton Reisner $18 million. No. You're not going to pay uh, Alex Singleton as much as we love him $21 million to be your inside linebacker. So uh, the Broncos, especially under John Elway, were used to franchise tagging people, but not going to happen this year. They had a lot of good players. Like you have Von Miller, you got to tag Fre- or Von Miller. Like it's just how those things work. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas, yeah. But... I mean, just looking at the guards, that same ESPN list ranking guys by value. Dalton Reisner, they have 45th, and that was number four among guards. Um, He was 43rd from pro football focus, but the guys in front of him, 35, 40, 41. So he is pretty close to that top tier of guard out there. So the idea that you're going to not bring back Dalton Reisner and just find an automatic upgrade, uh, I would say if you don't bring back Dalton Reisner, I'd be willing to bet you get worse at that position. And that's the tough thing yep. about Dalton Reisner yep. is especially he can get double uh, he can get ten plus million dollars on the open market. Are you oh, yeah. is he willing to take two million dollar pay cut to stay with his hometown team eight million dollars a year? Even then, eight million dollars is still a lot. But oh, yeah. if you don't pay that, like you said, Henry, not only is it gonna be hard to upgrade that position, but then you might have four Offensive yep. line spots that you need to upgrade, or yep. then you're guaranteeing yourself three. This is random, but did you guys notice that the Broncos' two picks in the third round are back to back? Yeah, yeah. That is going to be so weird from a coverage standpoint. Little oh, Dalton yeah. Reisner, Drew Locke sort yes. of situation. Yep. Yes, but even then we weren't doing live pods. It's true. <clears throat> so because I remember us sitting there like in the Broncos draft room. Yep. And, you know, we got they get the first one. We're, like, sending out tweets. And then the second one comes in. And yep. mm-hmm. It was Dalton Reisner first, Drew Locke second. Yep. Um, and, you know, obviously Drew Locke stole the show from, from yep. Reisner. Yep. Yep. But this one is going to be so weird. We're going to be live. We'll have, like, two minutes to talk about the first guy before the next guy mm-hmm. comes in. My, <laughs> my guess is something will happen. They'll be moving around. All right. I'd they will be back to back. I'd love it, that. it will be fun, though. Like, that first day is just going to suck because it won't have anything to do with it. But that second day, at least that second round, we'll all have a few guys that we like and just, like, seeing who drops and seeing who drops. And with two picks there, it's a decent chance that they take one of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. A second year where they'll just be watching Sean Payton highlights. I was going to say, (laughs) no more Russell Wilson highlights. No, no, no. I think you moved on to Sean highlights. That could be sick. I know. The, the cliff? Are we just going to be watching him sit in the house? No, you're watching him like successfully run the fullback off. <laughs> <laughs> He's the fullback? No, no. That no. would be great. <laughs> just him calling it in fourth and short in a huge situation and converting it. What <laughs> odds could you get of Sean Payton being in a play this year? Being on the field? Being on the field. They would never give odds on something that can't happen. Zach, I will give you any odds you want. <laughs> You got to bet at least $10. Billion to one. Minimum boy, $10 bet. Boy, minimum $10 bet. Yep. You might be able to find it over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Maybe. Oh, Probably so. not that one. <laughs> what movie is it where he says, if you can get 10,000 to one odds on anything, it's you the take office. it. Uh, it's the office. Kevin. Yeah, you, yep. you take it immediately oh, Kevin, every yeah. time. Yep. Okay, okay. So this is a really good transition <laughs> to our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook because, Ryan, 
I was looking over this past week for good value Super Bowl odds because last year the Eagles were plus 2,200 to win it before the season started. That's, that's great crazy. value. Great value. I wonder what the buyout was before the game. And that's where I'm going with this one mm-hmm. is not necessarily, I don't think that the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. Good call. But safe, plus, safe choice. plus <laughs> yeah. 8,000. I think they have the third worst odds. I think when you have a quarterback that has been as dynamic and showed as much flash as Justin Fields has, when they have the first overall pick in the draft, they're going to get some more capital, get a really good player wherever they end up drafting to, and they have like over $100 million in cap space where they're going to be able to add. I just think that's bad value, or I think it's too good a value uh, to sprinkle. I'm not putting a lot on it. Or if you want to get even a little more conservative because you think that the Bengals, the Chiefs, the Bills, maybe the Broncos, the Chargers are just so good in the AFC that they're not going to be able to win the Super Bowl, four plus 4,000 to win the NFC. I just I think at some point in the season, the buyout is going to be worth it on the Bears. Someone just clipped this and sent it to CHG. I'm <laughs> so happy <laughs> seeing someone somewhere else say this. I don't even think they would yeah. say it. I don't um, think they would either. I, was, I don't hate your line of thinking, okay. to be honest. Especially because the NFC is a pile of garbage. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Just a giant pile of garbage. Yep. Um, the Eagles will probably regress a little bit. And other than that, like who's the cream of the crop in the NFC? No idea. Aaron Rodgers. 40, 49ers, if he... Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and Aaron Rodgers may be in I know, that's New what York. I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or he may be in uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, it's very true, AFC. Vikings uh, might be a good bet. Because they'll like, just be... They're the Vikings. They're oh, yeah, the, exactly. They're but... the team. They were the opposite of the Broncos. They won, like, every game that yeah. they shouldn't have won, and the Broncos lost every game that they maybe could have won. Yep. They'll just be so steady, which is a path to 12 wins next year in the NFC. But, as then, it stands the, now. but then when it comes to the playoffs. Oh, yeah, that's like, true. I mean, they're, they're screwed. Yeah. But, I, I mean... I, I want to see the Bears' schedule to see if, like, maybe they can get off to a fair. hot start and, like... Build some right, un- right, right. unearned momentum. Yep, yep, and yep. just like confidence and you know whatever. But I don't hate it. That's not happening. But I see your thought process. The yeah. only thing I will tell you is betting on buyouts is a bad idea. That's true. In anything but live betting actual games, mm. because like even like uh, my Nikola Jokic MVP buyout isn't being offered right now. Yep. Wow, and, and he's at, I got it at like guaranteed. plus nine hundred, and he's at minus two fifty. Insane, yeah. um, insane. Same thing with my Nuggets to win the West or to get the number one seed yep. in the Western Conference. Bet doesn't have a buyout. Wow, and that's minus twenty five hundred. Yeah, so that's pretty good. The only one for for some odd reason that does is my Nuggets to win the championship. So this is good for you. Yeah. Um, which I got it some like crazy thing, and now it's a lot less. And okay. Like, but they're only offering me like okay. a. 10% win on my right. investment. Right, right. <laughs> and that's why you kind of go for the long shot odds, which I, I'm going to do. And when DraftKings has NFC North, I'm going to put some on the Bears as well to win that because I guarantee you they're going to have the worst odds. But you can get all of this over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR when you sign up to get all the offers. That's promo code DNVR, DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings or see show notes for details. If you have a gaming problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Void in Ohio. And if somebody has been pressuring you into making terrible betting decisions, <laughs> then call Baxton Shanker because they will uh, save you from from Zach's whatever that was. Um, yeah, Maybe ba- only if you got bad bets and then you put it in with a bookie instead of doing it at a great place like DraftKings. Oh. And then you couldn't pay it and then the bookie <laughs> yes. came after your kneecaps. Oh, uh, I guess that's true. You probably couldn't just go straight after Zach. 
Not that we would want you to anyway. But yeah, so I mean, if you get hurt, you get in a car accident, motorcycle accident, um, pedestrians, which I don't know, everybody always assumes it's like, oh, you're walking, you get hit by a car. What if you're driving a car and a pedestrian hits you and dents your car? Mm. You know, so really either side of any of these things, as long as you weren't at fault, you can call Backus and Shanker and they will give you a free consultation. If they take your case, they will, they will go throughout the entire process without charging you a single dollar until they win your case. And if they win your case, then they get their cut of the winnings. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. They've been in Colorado for more than 25 years. They have 30 lawyers on staff. They serve the entire state with offices in Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, and Fort Collins. Um, like I said, Bax and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. We can even help if you're injured at work. Call us at 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker wins. Um, Henry? Yeah. What is the top speed you think a car could be moving that you could run into it and dent it? The top speed it could be moving? Yeah. Because, like... If a car's going 50 and you try to run into the side of it, I don't think you're denting it. You're just oh, going like, to roll the side. off the side. Oh, I don't think the wow. side... Oh, you're, so I you're think going the speed firm? doesn't matter. I think is it all that matters is the force that no, you hit that No, because think about one. it. It would be like more of a glancing blow. But it would still... It would. I. Th I don't think it would matter. I, some, I really don't think it would matter. We need a physician. In okay, here. so no, no, like a, uh, not a physician. Yeah. We need to try this. <laughs> well, We're gonna need a physician after that. <laughs> Only if we I do an experiment. <laughs> Only if we do an experiment. We kind of need a to try this right now. A person who knows too. physics should be a physician. It should. What? What are they? <laughs> why? Why can't I think of it? See, it's a tough one. Physics scientist. A physiologist. A science scientist. Scientist of physics. I think sure. I might have gotten it. Uh, See, because I think no, yeah. it's a MythBuster. That's all you need. We do need a MythBuster. <laughs> <laughs> You're good to go. Yes. What Who was the to sports them? science guy? Oh, John Brankus. Yeah, there I, go. I don't he, think this counts as a sport. Do it. Fifty percent <laughs> chance he's canceled. I don't know why. I just feel yeah. Feels right. I haven't I'm heard from him for a while. <laughs> yeah, so so probably because I think the thing is, all that matters is the momentum this way. I think it's one of those things where it's like you can even throw all that other stuff out. And so if it was just like a flat space or something it'd just be fine the tough part Physicist. is that like you have like that's um, well, whatever yeah. that makes way more yeah. sense you'd have like a mirror that sticks out like a door handle and so if you just happen to hit something that juts out a little bit all of a sudden that 50 miles per hour that would destroy horizontally whatever there is there okay apparently first we've of got all, a lot of scientists in yeah. here like we've got more answers on this, this than like this any this broncos this question this we've ever asked i was gonna say everyone <laughs> came through with that also, wow. first of all, we need a psychologist to like whoever thought about this question right. and kind of go into That's a true. deep dive. Wow. Yeah. Then we can start going a little bit deeper into this. And then a physician. Yeah. yeah. I got hit by so, a deer once. Answer the question. <laughs> um, I think you have to run. I don't. I, I wanna, think I want I think you to try 15. this on my car. <laughs> I'm willing to allow. Because I'm trying to think. I think my top speed is right around 16 miles an hour. I don't think I could hit that anymore. But I think that if I were running that fast, I would dent a car. So I'll say like 15 miles per hour well, a person you, needs to run. The question the is, car. what are you hitting it with? You you going head on? Like I was thinking like I was thinking shoulder, shoulder? just because it, okay. yeah. it, it could take it I, or has the best chance. Your head, I think, would do more damage it's certainly to you would. and the car. Well, especially if you think about windows, because that's where like if you just have like a, the Don't point of the your window. elbow into a window. Don't hit the mm. window. Those that's, are tough to break, but if you concentrate like, on one point. That's like death. Right well, there. I mean, we shouldn't do any of these things. That's true. Probably shouldn't. Don't try this at home. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know how we got That's why here. they say that. Also, last point of business. Yeah, who is our special guest in the studio? 
Uh, that is uh, <laughs> Hank's number one fan, Chief Super Fan, my no. brother. No, no, no. This is my little brother, Francisco. Oh, Hi, Francisco. Francisco. Uh, he's Hi. waiting for the show to end, so you can tell uh, Hank how much he also loves the Chiefs. I don't uh, like the Chiefs. I'm, uh, I'm going to break his heart. Blast like that. <laughs> I'm going to break his heart. Uh, Yo, he's happy, guy. dude. He's walking. He, just, he went to the parade. He went to the playoffs. Like, he got to do all those things this time around. Like, if I was at that parade, I would have committed there. a crime. Yeah. No. <laughs> Yeah, I'd because be, you would have been so drunk and happy. You would have gone... No, because I was <laughs> angry. Because I was angry. I would break something. Not fire truck, because those are good people. Yeah, um, you can't but do that. Probably one of the chiefs. Something else that's making that worth Hank really angry is that we only have 57 likes right now. That what? does Tell make us me angry. I know we got a lot more people watching. We can see how many people are watching. We know it's a lot more than that. So please hit us with a thumbs up. Let's get to 100 we before this show is Tom over. Jackson likes. We need to get to a point where we can't think of a Broncos player with that number. Oh, Whoa. I like it. Which would be End 100. of the 100. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, all right, let's talk to the people, shall we? When they hit us with a thumbs up. Let's talk to the people. All right, fair enough. And we got a super chat coming in from our friend Stephen Scholey. Says, "Want uh, what's to stop the Broncos from just signing players to contracts using massive signing bonuses and very low yearly salaries?" Well, the signing bonuses still have an impact on your cap, mm-hmm. um, and the other thing is, if you set up those contracts that way. It's going to make it harder and harder and harder for you to move on from those players ever. So there's always a little trick in there that could screw you up. But then you can always just restructure later. Like I said, there really is nothing stopping them from doing this other than, in a sense, the bill eventually comes due. Unless you have some incredible ways of restructuring and pay cuts and all these things. Maybe they will do it because no one has done it more in the past. Mm -hmm than Sean Payton, the New Orleans Saints. And what are we seeing right now? We're seeing that bill come Mm -hmm. due. But how long did they push it off? I mean, so many years, especially at the end of the Drew Brees run, it's like, ah, the Saints are in a really tough cap position. I don't know if they're going to be able to. Oh, they magically did it. Mm -hmm. And they just kept pushing it off. And uh, that's maybe one of the reasons why Sean Payton said, I'm going to get out of here right now, especially no Drew Brees, an awful cap situation. So they hey, could do that. they got a first-round pick out of it. They did. They did. Yep. So they could do that. And eventually, like Ryan said, eventually it'll come due. But Sean Payton's not going to be here forever. He may say, George, let's get mm-hmm. out of here in 10 years. But until then, let's make this a really good place to be. And one of the reasons that teams always wind up having more usable cap space than it feels like they have. Like you look at the $12 million and say like, okay, you got half of a good player because you got payer draft picks. There's like a lot of those things where only like the top 51 salaries count and that sort of stuff. But typically when you sign a free agent, the the first year, the salary is really low because they try to balance it cash wise. So if it's like a $20 million contract over three years, then that makes the numbers kind of tough. So that was dumb. But the $10 million you would spread out over the course of all of it because that's a signing bonus. And the other $10 million in salaries, like they get paid that first 10, so they get paid the second 10. So that was a horrible explanation. But realistically, if you sign somebody to a deal, you're paying about a third of that amount in cap hit the first year. And that's why, like, this year Randy Gregory's cap hit goes up and DJ Jones's cap hit goes up. And this year, you know, they sign the free agent and those don't cost as much as you think. Then those kick in next year as you're starting to move on from potentially Randy Gregory. So every team does quite a bit of that on every contract. Exactly. All right. At least in year one. 
Uh, we got some comments coming in on the website. First one is coming in from Nash Bronco. Says, hi, fellas. How did you guys gloss over the fact that former Broncos player Paxton the Pirate Lynch and oh. Cody know the play? Latimer linked up for an XFL touchdown this weekend. Never mind that Pat threw a pick six and was, or Paxton threw a pick six and was benched later in that same game. Disregard that entirely. Should the Broncos bring back Paxi Lynchy to pair with Vance Joseph? No. I don't even want to. And that, and that is exactly why we didn't talk yes. about it. It's yes. like I have I have no thoughts, no feelings, nothing about it. Yeah, there was a good reason why we glossed over it. We it's don't want to be yeah. Yeah. Very depressing. Of what? A first and a second round pick for the Broncos. So we're talking about Paxton yep. Lynch and Cody Latimer. And yeah. not that that long ago. What was it? 2014 for Cody Latimer? Yeah. Uh, and Paxton Lynch was 2016. 2016. Yep. So like if those were good draft picks, they would still be playing for the Broncos. Yep. Wow. Yeah. I I just don't really care about other football leagues. I can't. Yeah. I want to. I just can't. I feel like there should have been a little gap because going from the Super Bowl, so the true. greatest game yeah. to the very next week, it's these games. Give people some time to crave football again. I think and, that and then it's easier to start with bad games. So there's people who are really interested in this point after touchdown thing. Yeah. You there's no way. You cannot do this. Like it changes the game so much. All of a sudden, being down nine doesn't isn't a two score game. Unless you're down nine, then you really hope it's a one score game. What I'm saying is that's <sighs> so dumb. It is dumb. It's the same thing when they have like the fourth and fifteen instead of the. I like that. I hate it because because the thing is like yeah it makes comebacks more likely, but that's why people hate the NBA. The people who do hate the NBA because you can just turn it on at the start of the fourth quarter and that's all that matters. Like if a two score lead means nothing. Then what was the point of even watching Imagine the first three quarters? Imagine being down 18 points. You're getting blown out. Two-score game. And all you need to do is score a touchdown, yeah. convert a fourth and 15, and score another touchdown, and you're, ba- and you're tied it? It's just so dumb. I agree with you about the those extra points. Yeah. I, I don't like them. Huh. But I do like a fourth and 15 more than an onside kick. But I don't know. People the complain onside kick seems almost perfect. Like Exactly. It's really hard to get. When you get it, it's yes. miraculous. And... It, it's really exciting. I do think that they went too far changing the alignments. Like, I think I you should be able to scheme your way into getting, like, a 10% chance of having it happen, but it should be no more than that. What is the percent... And I hate giving these guys credit. Like, what is, what is the percentage that, like, Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert are, are converting third and 15s? 35, 50? It's like, way too high. Yeah. So, all of a sudden, if you're one of those teams, you're just saying, like, we actually can just go for this every single, every time. single time well then you then, play a team with a good offense and you're like well what's the point in even trying to kick it give them the 330 yards and do it every time don't be sore losers be a good offense then no it just no, all no. it's doing is creating more of an imbalance towards teams with good quarterbacks well, then and get it's making a good quarterback and it's everyone's making, trying to do that already <laughs> and it's making like games 10 closer of them in the world it's making games closer which i don't i think that's I not like. something you need absolutely like you need the first the quarter NFL to matter already really like almost always good games exactly Man, i just it's think it would make amount. even closer games and and uh, maybe for your team it would come and bite you. But also, it should balance out where you're also going to. But then it yeah. makes that Monday night game, really those Thursday night games, more interesting at the end. If, I would rather have uh, a game be put in the quarterback's hands, in the offense's hands, than I it, and the defense's hands. The defense can stop it. Then I would having it be an onside kick team. And also, it's 4th and 15. We're not asking for 4th and 2. But 4th and 15, like Mahomes is getting that at least 1 and 3. Probably more. 
Yeah. And I should have used a different example. Sorry. No, F the Chiefs. That's the one that like comes to mind because even when Wonder you're in third and 15 against him, you're like, he's going to get it. Exactly. And, yeah. And then, again, I mean, again, let's, like, let's have this conversation. I wish it wasn't the Chiefs that we were having this conversation. I wish it, I wish it was uh, the, uh, the Carolina Panthers who had Mahomes. And it's like, oh, well, we probably wouldn't be thinking of that that comes up right away because the Broncos, you mentioned mm-hmm. Mahomes and Herbert, they have to play them four times a year. Of course the Broncos don't want to go up against those. But the point is, it's just too easy to do. Yeah. Like, it should be a 4 or 5% chance that you're able to get that ball back. No. Otherwise, the first quarter is meaningless. The second quarter is meaningless. It's not here's meaningless. The, here's it the would be, it'd be just like an NBA game where nobody wants to watch until the fourth quarter when you're just like, oh, what's going to happen? Because no. it's so easy to get back into it. You, there's no way that you could clinch a win in the third quarter, second right, quarter, I like you a, should be able to. I have a proposal for you. You might not like it. But this is something that I absolutely love about the college game, that if we're trying to increase comebacks, I would bring. And you don't have to do it for the whole game because that really draws things out. Last two minutes of the game, if you get a first down, the clock stops until the chains are mm-hmm. set. Yeah, I love it. That'd be good. But, no, that's the exact same thing, Henry. It makes it easier for a comeback. So I don't know how you can argue against one but have the other in there. But it's, Well, no, but that's different. That's just stopping the clock. Right. It's like just it's giving not, you, like... That's a massive you 50, advantage. You're oh, yeah. Set, you're, helping, you're helping the offense a ton. That's totally. going to help Patrick Mahomes so much. I just don't see how you totally. could be making an argument for one of them because you're saying... Um, it helps Patrick Mahomes, because, not the other one, because you're saying it helps Patrick Mahomes. It because it doesn't. It's not helping Patrick Mahomes. It's the problem. It it's is. Fundamental. It really is helping Patrick Mahomes. Oh no, it is helping him, but that's not the problem. That's not the issue I have. The issue I have is that it just fundamentally changes the game. And it like makes the it idea that easy. you can just get the ball back to back so much easier. That fundamentally like that just changes the game too. The only instead not of, fundamentally. Instead of there being not a minute twelve left, then there's actually way more time. But left. but the point is that's one possession at a time. Exactly. And if you're down two scores, you still have to get an onside kick. Was which is incredibly unlikely. And I would just rather have it be more of a football play than an onside kick. But, and, yeah. and, and no, here, here's, I think, maybe we can meet more in the middle. Fourth and 25. I'm not nah. saying the 15's perfect. You can make it fourth. You can make it longer. I would just rather have it be that sort of play because when the onside, when, when the, the kick unit goes on the field, you're, if, if that's your team, you're just like, well, this sucks. Because like, you should. Because you put yourself in that situation. Like, that is what it should feel like. I just, it makes comebacks should not be any easier. I just want it to be more of a real football play with the players that are on the field 99% of the But to me, that doesn't feel like real football. Do you want to take extra points out too? Um, And just have those be one, one yard, one point. Five yards, two points. No, because I think they changed it to where it's it's what an eighty-eight percent percent success rate now instead of the ninety. I'm just saying it's it was not a football play under your, and it's worth a point. Special no, teams kick, are, kicks are make kicks special are. teams more important. How how often uh, do field goals happen in a game? Quite often, six or seven a game, eight a game, including extra points and stuff. Ten, ten, eight yeah. to ten. How many times do onside kicks happen in a game? Less Every than other one. game, exactly. That's why one is. 10, 20, 30 more times likely. A field goal is 30 more time, 20, mm-hmm. 30 more times likely to happen in a game than an onside kick. So they're not the same. They're not equivalent football. But, it's just, but that's I, I, I'm with Henry on this one. It should be really, really hard to get the ball back after you just had it. And it, it should be, us, and it should be your kick team that decides that. Like that is how the game has been structured for forever. I don't think it's the same reason I don't think you just take kickoffs out of the game. Like I feel like that's just wrong. Like there's a way the game is played. I would support maybe to think about this. You can you can do an onside kick or throw a hail mary from the fifty yard line. But again, that just feels gimmicky. Like it, it is, feels it wrong. Is, like that's is. not football. It is gimmicky. Well, they also. They, 
they've 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 changed a lot of things in football. It, n- football has not stayed the exact same game. I know. Just but so they, you know, they like, you're the, saying like we can't change anything but about was, this game. They've done it forever. No, uh, they've they've changed, they've changed a lot of things. They changed the, the forward game. pass in the '60s. What else have they changed? But, they would have been this big. Field goal moving back for what 15 yards? That's, that's not. That's not. That's not. That's not 10 percent. This that's big. not changing a way you can get the ball back. Yeah, it's not making it so it's possible to get the ball four times in a row if you want. It's, it's it's that was a significant change. It changed yeah. the game ten percent. It's not all, nearly on all this I'm level. I'm saying though. is if you make it fourth and fifteen, there are several teams in the league who should and probably would just go for it. Every yeah, time. every single time. But I still I still don't like. Thank you, you here. I don't like that. <laughs> Let's go. Let us know in the comment section yeah. what you guys think because obviously pretty that's, controversial here. Uh, but that's. But that's like me football saying football doesn't need any. That's me saying like, oh, I think soccer's I, stale. Stale. They need to make the goal three times bigger. Right. Like I need more goals. Like that's, that's just no, a fundamental no, no. change. Like, yes, it just, is. No, that's, that's like that's it's like very saying, similar. No, that's like saying let's yeah let's let's make the end zones three. That doesn't help. That is though. not the same. Making the end zones three times bigger wouldn't help the offense. Wouldn't make the it only that thing much. wrong with football is You're that you're kidding it, me. Not that much. It would. There would be three times more ground to cover for a defense. You don't think that would make it that much more difficult? I mean, I don't, difficult? I don't care enough to argue about it. It would definitely change <laughs> things. The point is, I, what's wrong with football? Exactly. I don't think... Other team, than yeah. the refs rigging the games. I what would, is it? 40% of games are one-score games or were last year? Yeah. That's great. That's a great amount. Make it so the end of games is even more competitive. But that, but and... and that uh, that you can't just give up and that you're still fighting for it even if you're up 16 points. And let's not make it seem like every team's going to just be e- be able to easily come back from 16 points down with two minutes left. It's still going to be a very mm-hmm. tough feat where you're going to have but to get that a game touchdown, should be over. a two-point conversion, an onside kick. I don't think it. I, I, you I, owe I, it, I, I like you owe it to the players. You owe it to the coaches for that game to be over when you build a lead like anyone. that. You've got <laughs> you a defense. You, you, you've got a defense out there. You do. You owe it to the game to be that interesting. You do. Because, again, who wants the first quarter to suck? But the point is the team up 16 with two minutes left. They should feel like they're going to win. Has earned the right. To be, it, it to take a miracle it's, to beat them. You know it's, what? It's, it's like and the it all still s- would take a miracle with two minutes left down, sixteen. Oh you goodness. have to drive down, get a touchdown, get a two point conversion, convert a fourth and fifteen, which is not a gimme. Then go down the field, get a touchdown, get a two. That is but a miracle. Putting all of those two things together. How why about, how about you just say uh, every points were double in the fourth quarter? Comebacks. Because that's totally different. No, it's the same you thing. You are too. You guys are making a fundamental change. <laughs> it is. No, that's, the, that's that would a, be the biggest small, change in football in sixty years. It's that's a that's a small change. No, it is not. That's the biggest that's change in football in sixty freaking years. There's never been a way to get the ball back without having to kick it. This yes, is that is just, the, what is what currently is the biggest change in football in the last sixty years what you since guys, the Super Bowl. What you guys want is is just to to keep it the same. Yes, I love it football. The same, and that's exactly uh, it. And not. This would be way more entertaining. And, again, you still have an opportunity to win the game. It's not like you're pulling your defense off the field and saying, can you guys score without well, a defense on the field? Oh, but that's not how that works. That's No. We've, we've got we've got another comment. I want to see okay. what the comment section has to say. Um, kind of back and forth. The count comes in. says, 
re-listen to another gem from the London pod, Treasure Trove. Not sure what age is the best. Zach's beautiful rendition of the U.S. state mesmerizing song, RK's misguided ideas about the London Bridge, or Hank's visceral reaction to the combining of the words channel and tunnel into a cutesy name for a way to travel underwater from England to France. All of them have matriculated through time like a fine wine. My gents, bravo. Love the count. The count is going back through our London pods mm. and is giving us the glory days. Man, we should just go to London again for fun. Alive. I really want to. So my connection at Leeds hit me up. Did I already talk about this on the show? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. Oh. oh, okay. My connection at Leeds hit me up and was like, hey, I'll be in in Leeds uh, for all of March if, if you're planning on coming out. Oh. And I saw like... The week before my birthday, they play at Chelsea, which would be a really Ooh, cool game yeah. to go. And then the week of my birthday, they play at home. Got to go back to Ellen Road. But, yeah. It's, I think it's a pipe dream. You gone? Probably. I don't think so. We're a month away. But if you guys Weeks go, then away. I can definitely go because we can just do the pod. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, another Europe trip. Just a new set of London pods. How do we sell wow. it? Free agency in London? Yeah. <laughs> Recruiting <laughs> Menelik Watson. Oh, I think you're boy. more likely to do a Buffs show than a Bronco show in London. That is That's true. Two Buffs true. from London. Could be three. There you go. And how many Broncos from London? Zero. Zero. Yeah. Wait. Zero. So you and Jake. Buffs right. pod? Mm-hmm. Good idea. Buffs take over London. We're scouting. <laughs> um, I loved it. Is that the last we got? That's the last we got. All she wrote. London so badly. Ooh, we did get invited (laughs) to play in a golf tournament in Montana. Beginning of May. I said if you're in, I'm in. Cool. Wow. I'll say we're in. (laughs) Hey Zach. Is this like a big? Is this a big golf? Like, um, no. It's not big. No. Okay. I think okay. there might be some money on the line. But it, uh, it's a good point. Dang. Yeah. I also got just hitting you low. I got invited to be a celebrity guest. Wow. At a golf and I was like, I saw the list, and they were like, you know, if you pay a certain amount of money, like you get a celebrity guest in your foursome. And I just like respond to the guy. I'm like, I'm in, but I just feel like whoever gets it is going to be really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe don't make them pay the extra thing to play with mm, me. So you doing it? Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Colorado. <laughs> Yeah, it is in Colorado. Wow. Celebrity RK. I guess so. The question is, in what way are they viewing you as celebrity? For the Buffs? For the Broncos? For the shows? For the I, reporting? Hope, for I mean, hopefully there's like a big group of DNVR fans who are excited to have me. And then I feel like compared to <laughs> some of the other celebrities, I have to put that in air quotes since I'm in it. Um, <laughs> I'm probably one of the better golfers. That's true. So that's yes. that's an advantage. That's very true. Yeah. You if you played well, they wouldn't be too upset. Right. I'm just I'm just lucky to be they're joined like we, by a celebrity on this they're show. They're like we toss in an extra two fifty for this guy. And <laughs> I shoot like ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's all we got. That's it. That is it. This was fun. Uh, good to be back. Give us likes. Hit us with some likes. We still didn't get a hundred. What no, is going on? We have Dang. Dwayne Carr as well. I was thinking Demarius we can't end Thomas. this. Oh, I'm at eighty nine on oh, okay. the website. We even have a down vote for Hank's terrible takes. Uh, I today. think that was about Dang. your 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 take. I think Hank actually won the takeoff. Today. I don't think. So. Yes, oh, I was no. due. It's been months. No. It has been. <laughs> Well, yeah, because yeah, he's you, following no, the yeah, chat here, more. No. I gotta trust yeah, him. Yeah, here's actually a way yeah. bigger hater than hate <laughs> by like tenfold. Yeah, you hater. Yeah. Why was I a hater? You're just always a hater. Yeah. You're not Everything. A, what are you talking about? Yeah, here, yeah, here's a lover, not a hater. Hank's the hater. Ooh, right. Also, I will have uh, 
the contracts I would offer all the Broncos free agents up on the website this afternoon. Boom. Let's go. Check it out. DBNVR.com. Yep. All right. See you guys later. Flying cotton